episode 228 of the E-News podcast, a digest and or conversations on anarchist activity, ideas, and conversations from the previous week on anarchistnews.org. What's new this week? What happened to anarchism from Gods and Radicals by Reed Wildermuth. This is partly a retrospective of the past 20 years of Reed's activism, kind of interesting, but it's also the second time that it has been brought to our attention that Reed is using Aragorn's name and experience to make his own anti-anarchist points. Then, Sir Isaacet does a similar thing in the comment section. Pro tip, if you have something to say, make your own point. Don't rest on the skeleton of someone who's dead and can't correct you if and when you take their words out of context. Anyway, Reed, as a Marxist druid, is disappointed that all the anarchists that he's ever met are shallow, cancel-hungry street thugs. Except, apparently, Aragorn, who is again dead, and so can be easily and falsely encapsulated as a victim of his own allegiances. Reed can be a thoughtful and interesting writer, but here he's making idiotic associations and failed accusations like the folks he's apparently irritated by. Yeah, some anarchists he knew were discovered to be abusive relationships, unlike every other group of people ever, etc. Apparently, someone hurt him very much, and now he's taking it out on all of us. We will have to wait for him to get off this fuck-all-anarchists jag and return to things other than the pick-a-low-hanging simplistic fruit Okay, fruit can't be simplistic. That's a mixed metaphor. Fine. That sounded like a personal reading. <gasps> no. Pietro Ferrua, 1930 to 2021. From Anon by Marianne Enkel. An obituary of an Italian anarchist, a contemporary of Enrico Aragoni. Quote, in 1980, he successfully organized an international week of discussions, film screenings, concerts, and other events on anarchism at the university where he worked. And this despite the irrational misgivings on the part of the university hierarchy. He published studies on surrealism and anarchy, anarchism and cinema, and the anarchists as seen by painters, as well as two important books on anarchists in the Mexican Revolution, and a review of sources on the subject. And he pursued his research into the origins of conscientious objection in Italy. Unquote. There is a lovely comment in this thread by someone who knew him. Bulletin of the Kate Sharpley Library, number 103, from Anarchismo. This is a bare announcement of a new bulletin, which includes signs that Barry Pateman is still alive and writing, in this case, about the new Rachel Shue book on Emma Goldman, which is very nice to see, as well as an unnamed author's notes on a new book of writings by Ida Met, who I'd never heard of, from a project called Steimer Press, which I'd also never heard of, but is presumably named after Molly Steimer, so I definitely have some homework to do. Exactly what one would want from an anarchist history bulletin. Good job, Kate Sharpley Library. Quote, Anarchist history, to be worthy of the designation, must differ from ruling class history in much the same way that anarchists oppose the rulers themselves. We don't seek to replace their cops with our cops, or old privileges with new ones. And we shouldn't try to replace their statues and idols with a new list of saints and enshrined icons. But this is not an argument against knowing our history, or for throwing anyone under the proverbial historical bus. We just want more. More stories of more people who chose to put their lives and liberty on the line to advance the cause of life and liberty for all. Unquote. I could say uh, I'd have heard of them if I'd have met them. Oh, no. <laughs> what have you done? For workers' self-management, not state power bang. From <laughs> anarchist communist Minjin at acmeanjin.org by Isweb Tigjin. A very red anarchist defense of the relevance of anarchism, 
or at least the potential relevance of anarchism to the working class as soon as anarchists start proposing solutions to working class problems and doing more long-term organizing. Sigh. Does explain how state responses to COVID are just like state responses to anything. That is, they're about consolidating and extending state power. So that's something. Quote, So if anarchists oppose giving greater power to the state while also maintaining an ethical commitment to the value of human life, what can we put forward as fighting demands to the working class? Below is a framework which may be useful when attempting to develop programmatic demands which anarchists can put forward to the movements we are a part of. Sick. One, do these proposals contribute to the further propagation of anarchist ideas throughout the working class? Two, do these proposals speak to the needs of those affected? Three, do these proposals contribute to the development of greater working class power and self-management? Unquote. Well, do they? Ending gun violence by defunding the police from C4SS by Logan Marie Glitterbaum. I have a small, shrinking, soft spot for Logan Marie Glitterbaum based entirely on their name and I really need to get over it. Here again, we have evidence of the slide toward reformism in both C4SS and in Glitterbaum's thinking. As they here explicitly accede to the demand to have concrete proposals for the here and now. Let me be clear, it can be useful and appropriate and a good mental exercise to play within the boxes that were given, and one could make an argument that anarchist thinking would be better if more of us spent a little more time playing there. But that play is not anarchist. Here they promote politician Cory Booker, plea for more state funding, and do not challenge the tools of restorative and transformative justice as used by the state. Come on now. Again, kudos to the the collective member who chose the image. We love your work. As Greece burns, the state consolidates power. From CrimeThink. CrimeThink reports on the continual process of states using emergencies opportunistically for those who have not yet got the memo. The crises in this case being fire, immigration, COVID, and then updates on other issues from gentrification to patriarchy. The piece points out how the state actively participated in fire-producing activities and then blamed it on immigrants and how protections that were put in place after people ended the Greek dictatorship are now being rescinded. Russian couple imprisoned over FSB terrorist protest from the Moscow Times. Quote, Dmitry Tsubukovsky and his wife Anastasia Savanova were detained in 2018 after hanging a banner that read, The FSB is the main terrorist on the fence of the Chelyabinsk Regional Federal Security Service, FSB, headquarters. The act was in support of members of the SET network, anti-fascist activist group, who were jailed on terrorism charges that rights groups condemned as fabricated. The Chelyabinsk Central Court in West Central Russia found the two guilty of hooliganism based on political hatred and enmity, sentencing Subukovsky to 2.5 years in prison and Safanova to two years. Chikov said, citing the couple's lawyers. Prosecutors had requested six-year sentences for both activists. In 2018, Sibukovsky told the independent OVD Info Police Monitor that he had been beaten and tortured in the regional FSB building. Unquote. Solidarity, people. The craziest walk ever from CrimeThink. Not to be outdone by any of the mainstream U.S. media, on the 20th year anniversary of 9-11, CrimeThink offers a mildly amusing look back at someone's experience of that day in Washington, D.C. 
reminding us that we were all young once and ending, as ever, by leaning heavily on the reader's participation in and ability to make the world a better place. If not us, then who? Am I right? For those sick of biting their tongues from anon, a short blog post reflecting on two murals apparently in Pittsburgh in a Soviet realist style. That is to say, the murals are in a Soviet realistic style, not the blog post. This piece was critiqued, and the critique was posted on A News, so Anon posted this piece as the instigation of the conversation. Thanks, Anon. This piece is worth reading for anyone who finds themselves having too many conversations that tend toward Maoism, which unfortunately is probably most of us. Quote, the same artist has struck again blocks away with a new mural proclaiming read more books in much the similar style, now with a different abstraction playing at the heartstrings of passers-by. The people, a body politic hungry for the salvation and evangelism that revolutionary education can bring about, are accompanied now by the child, who, in their abstraction, represent the promise of futurity, the root of the great motivator for the accumulation of profit that brought us the proliferation of empire, of the mythology of human and societal progress, the enclosure of our lives under labor, and the segmentation of time itself. Little future exists for the actual child besides the impoverishment of their eventual conversion into capital and slotting into the rational machine of economy, perhaps more so now with civilization facing the inevitability of a slow, protracted, and unequal collapse that no amount of technology, labor, or self-management, red, green, or otherwise, can avoid. Even the dream of the child or the people being made to understand just how oppressed and dominated they really are by the salvation of the rational science of a prefigurative utopia, becoming literate in the dialectical materialism that transforms them into the revolutionary subject of the future, obscures our immediate desire to unmake what impoverishes us right now Perfect. in the hope that some future generation will get it right someday. Unquote. Anarchist Book Fair bans anarchist publisher. That sounds familiar. Mm, yeah, right. From, from evesangler.com. A blog post on the Montreal Book Fair banning this author, and by extension, Black Rose Books. The author is accused of anti-Semitism behavior and claims innocence and decades of anti-racist work. In this case, the writer had the short sight to use Rovix as a character reference. The comment section for this thread has some interesting points and some uninteresting polarized Nazi bad, but not all bad people are Nazis back and forth. Hard to care much about Black Rose Books, which has behaved badly in various ways, but also hard to be excited by book fair bannings. Can someone come up with a better, more illuminating tactic? How about a mud wrestling match? Surely God's champion will win, right? Update 15th. New York City Anarchist Book Fair from anarchistbookfair.net. More deets about this in-person and online event, etc., including the Emma Goldman Film Festival and other arty stuff. The theme is Zero Money, Mutual Aid. The Undercover Anarchist's Secret Construction Collective from narratively.com by Ella Fassler. Mainstream media report on a group in or near New London, Connecticut, that does guerrilla construction of pallet homes for houseless folks. All the markers of a mainstream story are here, from the definition of anarchism to the phrase self-described anarchists. Anarchists proving that the label can be benign again, but it's a significant step better than fixing roads, at least. Quote, 
the surrounding community, according to Gatch, has been surprisingly supportive since the encampment was raised. That portrayal drew a lot of people into communication with us who were extremely disgusted, he says. The disgust translated into increased monetary donations for their Pallet Home Initiative, which they decided to call the Autonomous Community Assistance Bureau, ACAB, initiative, a riff off the anti-police slogan, All Cops Are Bastards. Since then, they have installed seven pallet homes throughout Connecticut and Rhode Island. Unquote. Ha! About the sentence against anarchists in November 2020 from enoughisenough14.org. Originally from the publication Bulletin Number 3 that just came out, this is updates on a long-running trial in Belgium starting in 2008 and some background on the charges. Quote, Initially, 12 comrades were charged with participation in a terrorist group. After a procession of many years through juridical limbo in the year 2020, the appeal court finally sentenced nine of the accused to probationary prison sentences and suspended sentences. Another court case is pending for seven comrades, the main charge being incitement to commit crimes and misdemeanors. Unquote. Good luck. Swaniac Fest 2021. From SeanSwain.NoBlogs.com Sean did not get out on parole, and this event is to raise funds for legal defense and attack. The event will be Thursday, September 23rd from 6 to 11 p.m. in Collingwood Garden, Toledo, Ohio. If you're in the neighborhood, go and give a shout-out. It sounds like it will be a fun time, and there will be bands and food and stuff. Stuff is always awesome. Presenting the Grupo Anarchista Carcelario website. From enoughisenough14.org, translated by Dark Knights, a new anarchist anti-prison website, so far all in Spanish. Quote, we find ourselves in a moment where the narrative of fear, hatred, and segregation are usually the keys to solve conflicts, and we have to face all this with clarity and firmness. Questioning the prison, its objectives, those who support and implement it, seems to us an important first step to move away from its punitivist logic, and thus think of other forms of care and community. That is why we invite all those who are interested in reflecting, contributing, and acting towards a world without authority to read, disseminate, and exchange in our blog in gestation. Along this path, we will be publishing and exchanging all kinds of anti-prison material, whether informative, readings, and reflections for debate, as well as material related to different struggles that happen inside and outside of prisons, unquote. Arson of a Anitas Vehicle? From attack.noblogs.org, translated by Act for Freedom Now, quoting this communique in full, quote, A former dictator once said that communism is the Soviets plus electricity. This image shows how compatible his worldview was with today's society. The passage of time has shown us how false the promises of technical progress were. But the empowerment of workers who no longer need foremen because they have them in their heads or citizen involvement in the management of the common good, are increasingly used as instruments of social pacification. Instead, we prefer the equation, anarchy is fire, plus freely and temporarily associated individuals. Woo! Wanting to continue to put small obstacles in the way of the incessant production of electricity, we also wanted to target Anitas. On the night of the 10th to the 11th of September, we burned down an Anitas vehicle on the Rue du Bonquier in Paris. Even if our strength is not comparable to that of state repression, attacks by small groups allow us to be unpredictable. 
May the autumn nights live with a thousand fires. Mm. A thought for Boris, a wink of solidarity to all those who act against this world. Unquote. It's not just their techno-surveillance tools in our lives, it's the lice, too. From sansnome.noblogs.org, translated from the French by Act for Freedom Now. Everyone should read this article. It explains how state forces approached people to get them to work against their friends as a way to make their own lives easier, of course. Quote, it all starts with the first meeting. They are offered a job, money, or accommodation in exchange for information. They are told that they will be able to speed up their administrative procedures and that they will be slowed down if they refuse. Under pressure, this person thus puts his finger in the gears and agreed to go to the regular meetings with plainclothes cops in a park near the police station. His missions were the following. While the investigation against Boris was not closed and he was still under investigation for criminal association, one, to participate in collecting information about people designated as close to him, to locate the relationships between them and to identify vulnerabilities, pressure tactics, to be on the lookout for future actions of support solidarity. Two, going to militant places and events, outdoor struggle assemblies, canteens, to identify the presence of particular anarchists, understand the link, links between groups and individuals in the same city, identify political connections between different cities. Three, Identify certain profiles and attitudes, potential saboteurs, people who are more vehement or charismatic than others. In their own image, the cops are always looking for a leader. This kind of situation is very disturbing and cannot be ignored. The manipulation by cops has no limits, and the use of informants has always been part of their methods to map subversive and anarchist networks and try to glean sensitive information, unquote. Okay, maybe we just quoted enough so you don't actually have to read this article, but good information to keep in mind and to prepare for emotionally and logistically. The Local Kids, Issue 7, Summer 2021. From the localkids.noblogs.org. A brief editorial statement from the most recent issue. Here's the bulk of it. Quote, We could jump into the fray, unveil their lies, battle for the real meaning of words, uphold a correct perception of reality. But then we would be entering the realm of politics where we can only fight with words without radically changing the narrative. A stubbornness that can have its value to demonstrate the absurdism of society. But only by refusing to do politics can we challenge the power of this system over our lives. That also means that we cannot pretend to have solutions at hand for the crises we're passing through. The existence of capitalism is based on the progressive destruction of the living conditions of all living beings. The blackmail has always been the same. We should do as they say, or our own survival is at stake. We're held hostages in the name of the economy, the nation, and now public health. Our health is instrumentalized in their disgusting game of politics, the legitimization for an expansive surveillance, tracing whom we met, where we have been, where we will go, expanding control to a level where it becomes normal that going to the movies necessitates carrying the right certificates and surrendering our data triggering the most basic of fears, the fear of death, of loss. They mobilize obedience to fulfill their dirty dreams of authority. Lockdowns, curfews, border closures. Unquote. What does it mean that most of the writing A News is seeing on anarchist analysis of the pandemic is resistance to the state, while anarchist commentary seems to be mostly complicit or at least sympathetic to state strictures? What is going on? Always a good question. A reflection on being part of Take a Hike from Eco Revolt Julian Langer's blog. Julian accepts an invitation to be on a mainstream TV show about hiking. Quote, 
I don't know if I will get what I desired from participating in the project. I hope that my presence within the spectacle affects some of those individuals who experience it, so that they seek the presence of trees and badgers and rivers in their lives. Perhaps I will only have exacerbated the spectacle and the mediation, alienation, and psychogeographic distancing. My feeling is that taking the risk was worth the potential it contains, so I can affirm the experience and my choice to partake in the project. Unquote. Some of the comments are funny. You can decide for yourself which ones. Ten years after Occupy Wall Street, from its going down. Marketing for IGD and Crime Think. Moving on. The Anarchist Library Announcement, September 2021. From the anarchistlibrary.org, the library announces new offshoots, including a Southeast Asian one, a Korean one, and a Greek one, Tor Onion Services, a new torrent, an easy way to donate money to the library, a list of social media stuff, and most exciting, the library's embodied participation at the New York Book Fair. Go meet a super sweet guy. Anarchy is Ecology with Peter Gelderloos from the Poor Proles Almanac on Spotify. 57 minutes. There are a number of things to say about Peter Gelderloos. One of the main ones are that he brings the anarchy. So there's none of this talking to an anarchist who sounds like they're not one syndrome looking at you, IGD, and sometimes Final Straw, etc. Another relief is that when in doubt, he tends to go more radical rather than reformist. It takes a while for this talk to get interesting, but it does about 20 minutes in or so when Peter gets a bit more excited about what he's saying, maybe, and then there's some good analysis grounded in specific examples and some solid suggestions, even if they are sprinkled with missed opportunities to talk about things like the pirates as land defenders, which is discussed in Brethren of the Coast, for example, or any actual sources of the things he's talking about. Permaculturists in particular might find this talk interesting. This week's podcast was sound edited by Greg. The What's New was written and by Chisel and read by Chisel and Chuckles. <sighs> we hope this podcast is useful to and fun for anarchists and anarchist curious. Give us feedback and constructive criticism at email at podcast anarchistnews.org. For more information, usually some good commentary. See you at your favorite non-sectarian anarchist site, anarchistnews.org with commentary. Make a good comment. Live a little. Go outside. You can decide to be a badger or not. Thank you.